0: Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. Here's the audio from our newest YouTube episode. If you enjoyed this episode or the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new Trending Topics com, or many of the other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today, we ventured out to Middlebury, Vermont, and joining me is Connor of Mountain Mac Cider Company. Yeah. Hi. So, yeah. Thanks thank for you for coming out. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much for hosting us today. We appreciate anybody t- taking time out of their schedule to speak with us about brewery, cidery, meadery, vineyard, whatever we want to talk about, but it's all about supporting local. You're clearly very hyper local, <laughs> yes. uh, which is good. So yeah. thank you very much yeah. Thanks uh, for coming out. We've got some tasty beverages here to try. What are we starting with?
1: Uh, we're going to start with the original cider. This is the first thing I came out with, and it really sort of uh, made, made my presence on the scene. Um, okay. Yeah, it's. Uh, Basically for the first year, I, I didn't have anything else on the market besides the one cider and yeah, it's a uh, very dry cider. Um, the background on it is, uh, well, I, I started getting into cider, um, gosh, at an early age and then just sort of forgot about it for a little bit while I was at college and trying to make a name for myself in the world and and make my way. and. Uh, then uh, as i got into cider again and and everything it was like I, I couldn't find anything like it on the market like you've got all these sweeter ciders that are out there and i couldn't find anything that really fit mm-hmm. uh what i remembered as a child or as a younger you know as a kid uh, growing up for ciders so i i wanted to make something like that and i just started you know in my kitchen and um using a couple apples that we had in the uh on the farm and uh started making it and then I'd bring it into work, you know, and, and some friends liked it. And so I said, well, maybe I should make a little more and they kept asking me for it. So I made some more and, uh, you know, but I still had to wait a year until the apples came ripe again. So, uh, so, so I, um, I made like 50 gallons the second year. And, uh, after that, um, it started to pick up steam, and and uh, I made like two hundred fifty gallons the the following year, and was giving it out to friends, and I took some to a distributor, and it took off from there. They liked it and ordered a bunch more, and uh, here I am basically. So, Fantastic. Yeah, let's That's give it a try. It's very dry,
0: very neutral nose too.
1: I yeah, it's very light but very dry, light, refreshing. Yeah,
0: for sure. It's not like overly carbonated, I find that some ciders can be, Yeah, it's it's very, very balanced.
1: So one of the things I was going for in this, this cider right from the beginning was I always liked, um, a craft beer, mm-hmm. but I always liked a light beer as well. So I couldn't drink a lot of craft beers, but I wanted to have that craft flavor, some real, you know, intense notes to it and stuff. But at the same time, I didn't want something that was going to sit heavy in my stomach. Um, I wanted something that I could drink on like a warm afternoon or something like that. Or after a hard day's work and really enjoy drinking and not feel heavy afterwards. Yeah. And that's what I was aiming for with this one. And yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah it, I mean, it's slow, but I do feel some people, it's a very small percentage, are trying to shift away, especially due to the pandemic, shift away from mass produced to local yeah, um, yeah. It should have always been a bigger number <laughs> to, to me. Uh, and just yeah. adventuring out and discovering new cideries, breweries, you know, meaderies, yeah. uh, especially in Vermont. It's just so fun to do. You yeah. know, sports fans will travel. And
1: exactly. from what I've
0: seen, beer fans will travel too.
1: So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was one of the things that I did when I was in college with my wife, who was uh, my girlfriend at the time. It was like we couldn't afford to go out on a big date or anything. So we would travel around Vermont and go to different breweries Mm -hmm. and just try all the samples and everything. And we really enjoyed it. And now I'm really happy to be part of that scene where we can do this and enjoy these. So you're Vermont born and bred? Uh, No, I'm not Vermont born. She was born here in Vermont and I was uh, born in New Hampshire, okay. raised there, came to college over here, yeah. met her, and here I stay. So um, hop, hop,
0: skip, and a jump there. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Not like you're, oh yeah, I came from Florida.
0: Up to, no. Why? <laughs> why would you go from sun to? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I uh, grew up working on like vineyards and mm-hmm. orchards in New Hampshire, and then both of my parents are in the forestry industry and uh, taught me about plants and trees and everything, and I really got into it. And then, um, then I went to school for engineering, and became an engineer and a construction manager for Mm -hmm. about a decade and uh, realized i didn't really like that working in an office working in a cubicle and working really long hours Um, and i said you know i'd really like to get back to my roots get back to you know working with my hands and really getting out there and getting dirty and and enjoying what i'm doing and and uh, it was a slow progression i mean we bought a farm here in vermont and that was the first step in the plan was being able to afford that farm in vermont and wasn't really sure what we were going to do, but it sort of blossomed. Uh, you know, first I started, you know, you saw the beer industry taking off in Vermont. I said, well, we could supply locally grown hops Mm -hmm. and, uh, all of my hops plants died within (laughs) like two months of trying to grow them. And (laughs) I realized that was, that wasn't going anywhere. So, uh, I tried a bunch of different things and, and finally settled on apples because we had some apple trees growing in the backyard. They were already growing. and why try and fight nature? I mean, it, it's telling me that this is what grows really well here. Let's go with it. And, uh, yeah, so we, yeah, started with the apples and, and, uh, then started growing all of the other flavors that we put into the cider. Mm-hmm. So I've got raspberry cider, blueberry cider. Um, we've got cranberries that we get up the road in, in uh, from cranberry Bob from Vermont. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah, like you
0: said, the- ground was telling you what to do the ground nature told you this is what you're doing sorry yeah you're exactly not, you're not changing your mind exactly <laughs> <So>. exactly
1: <laughs> yep so on that note too we have uh and these are the last two uh that i know of still in <laughs> existence we'll have more next year but yeah. it's called dark of the moon okay <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah uh i did the artwork on this one and on the original one and uh it's um black raspberries so black raspberries are not blackberries they're mm. not raspberries they're somewhere of a hybrid in between but they have a unique flavor and they just aren't grown commercially so um so myself and a bunch of friends we went out and harvested almost a thousand pounds of black raspberries to make this batch and that's uh, a hell of a weekend <laughs> yeah it took about two weeks uh we went up and down the state uh following the season and uh yeah we ended up with uh almost a thousand pounds of black raspberries and uh here i'll give you a pour on that yeah, one that's I mean, it's got a nice color to it. It's not too dark, and it's just a light... Oh,
0: yeah.
1: A light... like uh, a rosé color,
0: almost. Yeah.
1: It's very similar to the original, and just a light flavor of the black raspberry behind it. Mm -hmm. And, uh,
0: yeah. Give it a shot. Nice to do. Cheers.
1: Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah.
0: That's, That's like summer 6%. Uh, It's about 6.9. Yeah, so I'm not crushing a bunch of these. No, no. no, no. You know, a glass like this, Yeah, I'm I'm not, you know, it's not like a softball drink, because I've noticed that, too, is the sports I I used to play. It's uh, people were shifting from just beer to drinking a cider, having a local, like, wine. Yeah. Stuff like that. You don't just have to live up to the stereotype of, like, we're playing a sport, we got to drink beer. Yeah.
1: Yep. No, this is easily our second most popular Mm. right behind the original. uh, That's tasty. For cider. Yeah, as soon as it came out, it was uh, came out in August. We'll have it again next August. I'm trying to do uh, uh, a really original cider, um, a really, you know, no preservatives, no added flavors, or, or, you know, no additives to it at all To for preservatives. It's just apples and whatever berry that we're using or whatever spice, so um, we're just trying to keep it really... Um, really natural. So we use a wild fermentation. Uh, We found the wild yeast that we wanted to use and focused in on that one wild yeast. And we'll use it for the first portion of our fermentation. And then we finish it off with a laboratory yeast just to bring up the alcohol content and dry it out. And doing that, drying it out like that helps us with the preservative end. So we have the high alcohol Mm -hmm. content, the high acidity that a cider has. And between those two, we can stabilize it enough to put into cans and put on the shelf. So it's
0: Vermont as a state in general feels like just do everything as natural as we can. Everyone yes. really from, you know, Ben and Jerry starting out to where it was. Yes. And most of the state works for Ben and Jerry's from what <laughs> yeah. we've got yes. uh, to mentioning yes. like your product, Kramer and Kin. when we interviewed them as our first Vermont brewery, they were all about natural. Yep. They were going to start um, harvesting wild yeast. And yep. so the Vermont attitude is very like nature driven.
1: Yes. So, yes, it is. Absolutely.
0: That's why I'm a huge fan of this state. It's, <laughs> yes. it's one of my favorites <laughs> and some of the upstate New York stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What got you into cider like like what made you decide that Mountain Mac is
1: okay this, yeah. is, this is happening. yeah so uh, uh, let's see. I worked on a couple orchards when I was growing up as a kid. Um, I worked on uh, the Wellington orchard in New Hampshire and mm-hmm. the Leewood Orchard in New Hampshire um, and enjoyed my, my experience working on the orchards and it was kind of like a little secret thing that at the end of the season, uh, they'd give you a little bit of hard cider and say, you know, go out in the orchard and have a good time. <laughs> and not that I condone that that's, you know, but, um, it, it gave me a taste for what, what a good hard cider and natural hard cider would taste like when I realized that, you know, I wanted to get out of the, the construction management scene and the working in an office mm-hmm. and, you know, working 60, 70 hours a week was just, you know, it was uh, it was uh, stressful and stressful it's hard for anybody to be able to do that, so I wanted to um, try and steer my career towards something that that got me outdoors again. you know my parents were both being in the logging mm-hmm. industry. I spent a lot of my youth growing up in the woods and then working on orchards. So I was working out outside and on the farm and I wanted to steer myself in that direction. I wanted to go towards doing something like that that's where I envisioned myself you know long term so um, it was about 2013, 2012, 2013. I got deployed at the end of 2012 and came back in 2013 from Afghanistan. And while I was over there, I gave it a, a lot of thought. You know, what am I going to do with my life um, if I'm not going to be in the industry? You know, not going to be doing construction anymore and engineering. And uh, I wasn't exactly sure what that would be. I knew it would be farming in some some avenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, after I came back, I of course went back into construction and. Continued to put away a nest egg with my wife. And uh, and then we eventually saved up to where we could buy a farm here in Vermont and uh, discovered that there were some apple trees on the orchard. And after some experimentation and stuff, I realized that apples were the direction I was going in. And I already had some experience with trees. I knew what I was doing with trees. Mm-hmm. I knew how to graft already. I knew a lot about pruning and, and everything else to maintain these trees. So I started in that direction and you know, as I got further along um, and growing in size and the volume of cider that I would need, I realized I couldn't supply it all myself. So I was searching around for first people to help me out pressing the apples because I couldn't keep up on a tiny little press in my kitchen. (laughs) You know, I was pressing, you know, a couple hundred gallons in my kitchen and that just wasn't cutting it. So I bought a nice little press and I bought some apples in from Shelburne Orchards and then I bought some more apples from Allen Home Orchard up in the islands and, uh, and I was blending those with apples that we were, Bringing off of our property, and then I also found a couple other orchards that were old heritage variety apples that had been forgotten about for years. Um, I've got three orchards now here in Vermont um, that are just proprietary heritage variety apples. Can't tell you where they're at. Uh,
0: So so, uh, you'll have to kill us. I'm a former military. I got to. So we. Oh
1: no. no. (laughs) So we 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 forage those apples and bring those in. We harvest those and bring those in and blend those with um, with. uh, more apples Mm -hmm. that we get from other orchards some stuff that if we were to do just those apples they'd be too intense the flavor that you get from that cider would just be overbearing and and uh too tannic um and so what i do is i blend them with your macintosh and your Cortlands, and your empires blend those together and it sort of mellows it out a little bit but still leaves enough of that flavor where it's really it gives it a unique taste so we use um and, and then uh so i was saying about Pressing the apples. I was having a trouble, a lot of trouble pressing that many apples. Um, so I contracted out to, uh, to this orchard. Uh, the previous owner of Happy Valley Orchard was happy enough to help us press those (laughs) apples. And, uh, and then I got into the season and I got some more orders from our distributor and he says, Hey, you know, we would like to get some more cider. Can you get some more apples? And I said, He said, I I don't know if I could get more apples. I'll try. So I talked to the owner here of the orchard and I said, I know you got some contacts. Can you, can you set me up with those contacts and and see if we can get some apples in? And uh, he said, well, I can help you out this year, Mm -hmm. but how about I do you one better? And and next year we'll, um, would you think about buying the orchard? Well, uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, so we ended up buying the orchard and, and, uh, that's, that's where we're heading now is, um, mm-hmm. and you know, after some serious consideration, I mean, I don't just say, you know, would you consider buying the orchard? Sure. Yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, There's I did some so research and here. looked into it and you know, what, what is this orchard going to offer me and you know, what is the benefits of it? And, uh, what we found was that this orchard is unique in that it has so many different varieties of apples. There's 88 varieties of apples wow. on this orchard. So we, we have the ability to have a very unique flavor in our cider where we're not just um, doing a mono variety of cider mm-hmm. of apples to put in our cider or, you know, three or four varieties. Um, the ciders that you're tasting here have about 24 varieties of apples in each of them, uh, as well as a six additional varieties of crab hmm. apple that we stick into these. So yeah, it's uh, you know, very unique. Just-
0: to so your former military. Yes. So, um, I can't really say thank you for your <laughs> service since I'm Canadian, <laughs> but um, I understand yeah. you're still very involved in the military veterans community stuff. What yes, what's kind am. of stuff you do there?
1: Uh, so I'm in the civil engineering uh, group there at um, at the Vermont um, Vermont fighter wing. So I'm in the air national guard mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, I run my own little flight. Uh, I've got um, you know the NCOIC, which is the NCO in charge um, train my airmen to, to Know about civil engineering to be able to use it out in the field. We do runway repair. Uh, we also work on contracts and managing the construction on bases. So it's a lot of training, a lot of uh, a lot of camaraderie, and it's uh, you know it's it's been a really great opportunity for me growing up here in Vermont and and going to school here in Vermont. It's helped out pay for college and it's helped out with you know just having a good uh, base that's behind me, and you know, a good group of friends that I can always rely on, you know, that are there, you know, one weekend a month that I can just, you know, hang out with the guys and chill and and, and uh, we're all over the state. You know, there's people that I know in every, just about every town in Vermont mm-hmm. and, you know, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, been a great opportunity for me. So yeah.
0: yeah. Same thing, 14th Star in St. Albans. Yes. Yes. Military run. And yep. <laughs> you could see, like, when we were interviewing their, their screen, is like, okay, we're doing yep. Heroes for Hire this month, and we're doing this, and yes. we're doing that. And it seems a lot of companies like yourself, you know, local cider producers, me, yep. uh, craft beer is all about the community is important to us. So let's get yes. back to the community.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's something we want to do here. And we're still in our very first year of running Happy Valley Orchard and and uh, our first year of being out on the market with our ciders. Mm-hmm. And we'd really like to invite veterans and, and other military members to come to the orchard and, you know, whatever you want to do. If you want to learn how to uh, prune trees, if you (laughs) want to learn how to do some grafting, if you just want to sit out by the campfire in the orchard and enjoy a cider, um, yeah, we just want to be uh, open to the veterans and and to everyone as well to just come on out and enjoy it. And we want to make this like a a hub for for people to enjoy. So being part of the community, uh, I know Happy Valley has been a part of the Middlebury community for a long time Mm -hmm. and we just want to keep that going as well. So, yeah.
0: So I'm sure you know Middlebury, Shelburne, Burlington, you're constantly getting Canadians coming down and being like, sure. yeah, let's do this and buy stuff sure. and bring it back. So sure. Yeah. I, I've, I joked around at Creamer Cannon, like, it must be nice hearing that weird Quebec accent come back on a while." Like, you have no idea. <laughs> we hear <laughs> so. so many
1: accents coming through here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we have our store up there in front. And, uh, yeah, we get, you know, a good group of people that come through every, every spring or every uh, fall. Yeah. And uh, then we have the students that come through from Middlebury College. And, you know, you've got people from all over the world that are coming in from the college. And then we have people that are from all over uh, the East Coast that are coming in just as you know, just for the tourism and enjoying our ciders and our apples and the pies that we make. And the mm-hmm. donuts, of course, are fabulous. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. I saw that coming up. I'm like, ooh, cider donuts. I've never had one of those before.
1: Yeah. Those so, are delicious.
0: Yeah. Uh, what I usually ask, but you seem to have already answered is your primary cider would be like getting that craft beer drinker or somebody who's not really into cider, it right. seems like the the primary hard cider is the one that you would introduce people to.
1: That's probably the one I would introduce people to, yes. Um, you know, I, I usually try and warn everybody when they're trying our cider for the first time that it's not a sweet cider. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking of an angry orchard or a strong bow or something like that, uh, this is totally different. Yeah. Um, it's very, very dry. It's more like a wine than it is a cider um, or than, than a sweet cider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Apples themselves are generally like naturally a drying fruit. So yes. So you should... To me, it's when you're drinking the, the mass produced ciders, there's going to be additives in them. You yes. mentioned like 100% natural. So that's exactly. Big, that's the big thing.
1: Exactly. So yeah, doing that 100% natural, not adding sugars to it, not adding preservatives. We can't make it sweet. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we're drying it right out and you're just getting that that final, the notes of the, you know, the cider and the notes of the whatever berry that we put in or any other spice that we put in. Uh, let's give another one a try here. Sure. So this one is called Harvest, and it's not just a fall harvest or anything like that. It's, it's uh, you know, we make it in the fall, but it's intended to be served, you know, year round. And um, it's just really enjoyable. Uh, we use cinnamon, nutmeg, Ooh. yep, cardamom, and just a, a hint of habanero. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. I got a few friends who are probably gonna
1: love this. So <laughs>
0: if we can get it to them, I'm not big on that, that sweet heat of the habanero. I'm sure so, it's well. We'll find out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm not really big on super hot things. So yeah. I just did a slight note. I wanted to follow up on the on the back end. So after you've tasted the cinnamon, the nutmeg, and the cardamom, uh, it feels a little warming. You know, after it's like um, after you've had a shot of whiskey or okay. something like that, you get that warm yeah. feeling in your cheeks. It's the same
0: awesome. idea. Tossed. Oh. Just no. the cinnamon and nutmeg are like perfectly balancing on on my palate, right? And there there's that little bit of heat. Is that right heat too? Because I'm I'm a wuss when it comes to really hot stuff. Yes, this me is, too. Yeah,
1: me too. I'll start sweating. I get the hiccups. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm awful with it. Yeah, me. It's
0: like buffalo hot sauces, and that's yeah, it. that's that <laughs> stops for <laughs> me too.
1: <laughs> Anything wow. hotter than Tabasco is yeah brutal. <laughs> so, no, it's incredibly well
0: balanced. I yeah, mean, uh, this is like. Almost feels. I don't know how it'd be like to warm it up because I know I've been to like a sugar shack and they warmed up the ciders. I don't know how that would react.
1: Yeah, with the yeah.
0: the chemical creation that yeah. that you've created here. For the most but, part, I
1: serve most of my ciders very cold. Yeah. Um, yep. It's just personal preference, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I would imagine it would yeah. taste just as good warmed up as yeah. well. Uh, I certainly enjoy it sitting by the fireplace and and just on a cold February afternoon. Uh, after some shoveling or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I really enjoy it then. Yep, yeah.
0: yep. Yeah, and, and we're uh, we're almost in February, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's there, it's, yeah. we're getting the, the butt end of the winter as I call it. So.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know if you notice, we're pretty cold in here. Yeah,
0: So I usually don't have to wear a hoodie yeah. when I'm doing an interview,
1: Yep. So. And as you know, I'm doing all my fermentation yeah. back here, so that's part of my fermentation process is that we press all of our cider in the fall, and then we, then we keep it in a chilled space and mm-hmm. ferment very slowly for months. So almost
0: like a lager when it comes yeah. to beer. It's, you need to keep
1: the temperature control. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. We have less control over the temperature. Mm-hmm. As you can see, everything's in plastic. So we don't, we don't control it at that route. Mm-hmm. So, um, the way I learned how to make a hard cider was, um, was basically in a barn. So <laughs> we were bringing the cider in, and what we had left over from the sweet cider, we'd put into barrels and yeah. ferment over the winter. And you don't have any control in the barn. There's no insulation or anything like that. There's no heating system, so we um, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't necessarily um, control any temperature. And that's the one thing that I had to uh, I had to do here as well. So, um, when I first started moving from like 250 gallons to 500 gallons and, and slowly moving my way up, you know, in the amount that I produced each year, um, I went from the kitchen basically to the backyard. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, we had, um, we had, uh, I built a small barn in the backyard, um, Okay, you know, and, uh, Basically, I was kicked out of the kitchen. It was just too much. It was a hot, sticky mess, uh, and my wife said, "No more." Uh, I'm sure the I need to. Too, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said <laughs> so you need to get out of the kitchen yeah. and start uh, doing something, <laughs> doing something different. And so I built this uh, barn, and it was it was a fast construction. I got some help from the guys in, in the military, from mm-hmm. the guard guys. Um, they all came over and helped me out. Uh, we broke ground on September 14th, uh, 2019. Okay. And then we were, we were pressing in the building by October 1st. So it was, and then it's like, oh, and then March 2020 hits. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, building that, that barn in that amount of time and then pressing in there and then starting the fermentation. That's when I realized that this non-control of my fermentation, uh, temperature was, Key to what I was producing. So it goes through like a freeze cycle and stuff that really gives it a unique flavor to it. So, very yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, Mountain Mac, it's a pretty unique name. Where does that come from? Why, so, why Mountain <laughs> Mac and not? Yeah. Since you moved to Happy Valley Orchard, you just name it Happy Valley Cider. Yeah, yeah it's I'm sure a, that exists somewhere. So. Yeah, so
1: Mountain <laughs> Mac. Uh, In the military, Mac was a nickname, uh, and I went to a military college, and Mac was a nickname there as well. I also joined a mountain rescue team and uh, ended up while I was on the rescue team that Mountain Mac became my nickname, and it just sort of stuck. I kept it as like an email address for a long time, (laughs) and it just sort of stuck around with me. And then when I was looking for a name to call our cidery um, or our cider company, I, I said, Mountain Mac that 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 fits you yeah. know why not why not mountain mac um so it's you know it's got double meanings you know macintosh apples mac mm-hmm. you think of apples and then mountain mac was where okay. it came in so green
0: mountain state yes yeah, <laughs> so. yeah exactly
1: exactly so yeah so it seemed it seemed to fit and uh, yeah That's liked awesome. it and held on so
0: yeah uh, you got another one for...
1: yeah so so we started coming up with a different uh some different ideas mm-hmm. and one of them is uh we have this on the farm up in our at our house. Um, we have this really old lilac bush. Um, you know, the trunk on it is huge. I, I can only imagine it's been there since, you know, since the house was built. And uh, I pull lilac flowers off there and, and we put them into our cider. Uh, this past year as an experimentation and it came out phenomenal. So I wanted to it hasn't come on the market yet and i just wanted to uh we get <laughs> you guys are the first to try it uh nobody besides myself has tried it yet and mm-hmm. uh i really enjoyed it and uh it's kind of like a wine it's not sparkling you know it doesn't have any carbonation to it um yeah but yeah we just wanted to beautiful nose. and you can smell the you can smell a little bit of the lilac on the nose
0: yep yeah. Yeah. It's not overpowering.
1: No, it's not overpowering. I mean, we used a lot of lilac (laughs) in there, but, uh, you only get as much as you put in. So
0: yeah, a lot like, uh, it's
1: got like that wine tartness to it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There was lilac right after. So yeah, we were looking to do like a floral, a floral line so we'll have rose and hibiscus coming that we don't have ready yet so i couldn't have those for you today Mm -hmm. but uh the lilac was one of them and then apple blossom is the other one that we did for the floral note floral ciders i mean i can taste the passion
0: like i can taste (laughs) that like this is this is where you belong and you said like you bought a farm no matter what you tried to grow just apples yeah and then just and and only this happened yeah like you know mother mother nature or however you want to see it is nature's like no no no, this is happening dude sorry (laughs) like exactly get out of the office start grabbing the apples
1: exactly yeah it was like as soon as i was able to uh not necessarily replace my income but Mm -hmm. but make enough money to survive on where I didn't need to be doing engineering or construction yeah. management. I said, Well, this is <laughs> this is now the time that I need to make the transition over and uh, and really put my eggs in this basket and mm-hmm. keep rolling with it. So Yeah. Uh,
0: so as I mentioned ourselves we're from out of town, I Googled everything in the area, but somebody doesn't Google something, they discover you. Yep. Friends in the area that you say like, go check out this restaurant they have our cider's or go check out you, we mentioned, you know, Golden Rule. Yes. Other friends in the area that people like ourselves who like experimenting when it comes to craft beverages should definitely try.
1: Yeah. The golden rule is definitely a good one here in Middlebury. Mm -hmm. Um, They've really impressed me. Alex Apfel is the owner and the brewer. And uh, I hate to say I've never been a big fan of meads, but uh, I've been across the country and around the world and I've tried meads everywhere and his mead is phenomenal. Uh, I, if I'm going for a mead, that's where I'm going to go. Also, uh, another great, great. Uh, mead is uh, Fell Meadery. Mm-hmm. Um, they're probably the biggest if not in the United States in the world and uh, they produce a lot of great products they're always experimenting and trying new stuff uh, they've been in the industry making it for a long time and they've really helped take my company from small backyard mm-hmm. producer to showing me the ropes on the bigger scale and helping me helping me grow to the next level so yeah when I was looking to move from like 3,000 gallons to, um, to like 2,000 gallons a month. I couldn't do that in my backyard. There was no way that was happening in my backyard. So, um, so they brought me in under their wing and showed me the ropes and I worked with them for about two years, um, as I was scaling up and, uh, yeah, they never, uh, uh, they never deterred me from anything. Mm -hmm. They pointed me in the right direction. Anytime I had questions or anything, they were very, very helpful in, in, and showing me different, different ways to do things. And, and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be here without them. So, uh, definitely two great places to try out. Um, as well as uh, 14th star there, mm-hmm. uh, they make a great product, uh, fellow veteran owned, uh, he and I went to college together, uh, Garnier. Um, yeah, very, very good beers that they make. Um, probably one of my most enjoyable and enjoyed beers. So,
0: and then those who are looking for like a beer or a meal in the Middlebury area.
1: Well, there's, um, Mr. Ups, I go to a lot. Um, uh, also go to Rosie's a lot and, uh, <laughs> fire and ice a lot. So okay. yeah, a lot of times when I'm working in the orchard and working long hours, you know, during the season, um, I just don't have time to, uh, to, uh, go home and make my own meal. And usually it's both myself and my wife working in the orchard. So we don't have time to make stuff in the first <laughs> And we'll, we'll stop over at one of those places. Also, uh, route seven sandwiches okay. it's right around the corner yeah. and we hit those up and, uh, Then right here at Happy Valley, we have our own, our own store where we sell products there as well. Um, Donuts, pies, phenomenal. Um, Sweet cider, you know, your regular sweet ciders, absolutely phenomenal there. So really enjoyable. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it sounds like almost friendly competition with, I mean, meat and cider are too... Completely different things, but the same thing at the at the end of the day, it's it's still craft beverage. So, yeah, to me, it's friendly competition. You guys have. So oh yeah, I want to see you succeed, but I also need to succeed.
1: Exactly, exactly. Like Golden Rule and I, we we uh, communicate on a regular basis about what we're doing, and you know, how can you know how can what I'm doing help you out? Would you like to come over to the orchard and and uh, do something on the day that we're doing? You know working with our bees out here in the orchard, or would you uh, like to come over and, you know, we're working on this uh, new experimentation. Do you want to be a part of this too? And, um, you know, we put out a black raspberry cider, they put out a black raspberry mead. Um, we did um, apple blossom, which is the uh, next one I was going to have you try. Is, uh, um, so. Yeah, we asked them to come over and help us out when we were picking apple blossoms, because man, picking apple blossoms is, <laughs> you, you'd, think, you'd think that uh, you know they'd, it'd go pretty quick because there's so many of them, but absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not.
0: You, you never think it's as quick as it is, you know.
1: It's... No. Oh, and another person I wanted to throw a, mm-hmm. throw a shout out to was um, his name's Kevin Ruel. Uh, he's a local Vermont artist, and uh, he does a lot of posters and stuff like that, but uh, he, does, he did our harvest cider artwork and he's helped us out with the vectoring of our, of our other artwork and making the color for it and everything. So pretty much everything that we have, he's worked with me on it and, uh, gone along and, you know, it's been a lot of back and forth work, but phenomenal, phenomenal artwork that he's helped us out with. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah
0: and like you said another local guy it's not like you're going exactly. on fiverr and uh
1: hey exactly this
0: room. so the exactly. apple with the axes have you thought about having an axe throwing range at some point maybe next summer or <laughs> yeah,
1: i don't know that was kind of a uh, i did i drew that up myself mm-hmm. and uh it was kind of going back to my roots of my parents both being foresters that i wanted to uh i wanted to include something from both of them in there so i put both both the axes in yeah. there to to do that as well so yeah. That's one, yeah. yeah.
0: It's a neat little logo. It definitely like stands out. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thanks. Very
0: cool. Thanks. Uh, let's try
1: that next one. Sure. Sure. Yeah, apple blossom was the next one I wanted to mm-hmm. let you try. And gosh, you know, I started last spring. I went out there and I was harvesting our apple blossoms, and I was lucky to find a local orchard um, that was uh, letting go of one of the blocks of apples that they were growing. They just you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't an apple that was selling well on the market, so they were letting go of about 50 acres of these apple trees, and it's uh, quite the amount. Yeah, quite the amount. So, so uh, you know, they said, yeah, we're not going to be spreading. Oh no, broke. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so uh, they said, you know, we're not going to be letting go of the, um, uh, or we're not going to be spraying these apples at all. I said, mm-hmm. well. If you're not going to be spraying those apples can i yeah can i use those apple blossoms so yeah go pick as many as you want so i went out there with a couple uh, uh milk jugs to start harvesting the apple blossoms and uh about two hours in the bottom of the, the gallon jug was only about that deep and i said i need to get some help with this some, some assistance so yeah so we ended up we ended up uh getting about 13 gallons that we poured into 50 gallons worth of cider. Awesome. And yeah,
0: a toast toast. Yeah. Again, very like, I find your products have a very neutral nose, which is nice. There's nothing like pungent overpowering. Kind, right. And so that immediately like triggers my palate into what I should be expecting when, when I'm drinking it.
1: So. Right. Yeah. Now with that, I was, um, I've always found some of the, some of the beers and stuff as I've traveled around the world and, and around the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get like, say, mm-hmm. uh, say a peach beer or, uh, something else uh, you know, raspberry beer. And it's just, where's the beer? You get a lot of flavor, yeah. but where's yeah. the beer to it or, or, uh, some of the other flavors as well. And I said, I just want something that, you know, it's cider, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's cider, but, um, at the same time, you can tell that there's something else to it and just enough. So, you know, yeah. it's there. Yep
0: clearly you're at running at 200%, I'm assuming most of the time here. Yeah, yeah, um, pretty much. <laughs> but let's say some time opens up and you could take kind of a cider or booze-based vacation you've never taken before. Where do you think you're going?
1: Probably going to France, Belgium, mm-hmm. Germany, hitting the Rhine Valley, uh, something like that to, to see the different, different things there. Um, yeah, I'd like to get up into, uh, you know, Finland, Norway, Sweden, as well, especially for the apples in those regions, and and try those out. Um, yeah, that's uh, see what you know is in the European area. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been over to those areas and I've tried the apples there before and tried the ciders there before. But now that I'm so immersed in it, um, I'd be going over there with a different lens. Yeah. So
0: because I understand Germany has fairly large American military
1: yes. Pre- yes present
0: base there, so I'm guessing just for the military you almost Everybody we've spoken with who has a former US military background has been in Germany at some point. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You,
1: you go through there on, um, you know, many, for many mm-hmm. reasons. Um, yeah. It's a very large presence that we have there. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, plus you guys, you were in Afghanistan too. So it's there and then down yes, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. So. Exactly. That makes the no most sense. Yep.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Amazing.
0: Now, I mean, your ciders are. Absolutely fantastic and, and mind blowing. I'm, I'm very, thanks. very happy I reached out to you <laughs> and I'm very happy you actually reached back and, and spoke with, with well, us thank you and, very much. and you're willing to do this today. Absolutely. So you brought me out some crackers uh, and some cheese. So clearly cider goes with
1: food. It does. Uh,
0: what kind of recommendation, recommendations do you make? Um,
1: well, obviously crackers and cheese go very well with ciders. Yep. Uh, basically anything that uh, goes well with the wines, um, goes well with the cheese. goes well with our ciders. Um, when I'm looking for, um, a good food pairing, I'm going for, uh, some of your white meats, you know, your pork goes very well with a cider. I mean, it just makes sense. You have your apple flavored bacon or, uh, and such. Um, so those go together very well. Uh, also I do chickens and fish often go together very well with ciders. Um, but you know, I, I really do enjoy a, a good piece of a good cut of steak with with my ciders as well. Uh, so I mean, it, it goes with a lot of different things. It's um, you know, it's it's um, got a lot of unique notes. It's not like a white wine or something, even though it appears to be. Um, it it uh, yeah, I've noticed it pairs well with a lot of things, even just a salad on a hot summer day with a with a cider. And, Goes very well.
0: Well, we even noticed coming up on the seven, there was like a smokehouse with a place that did aged cheese.
1: There's a couple of those. I okay. Believe. Yeah. There's a few yeah. of them. Yeah. This
0: is, I'm assuming, Vermont cheddar. It is. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was the three-year cheddar from Cabot. I put on there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nothing quite like an aged cheese It's it's, <laughs> it's finding it sometime and you're like, what do you mean you want old cheese? I'm like, trust me, it works. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I've noticed that, um, with our ciders, like I've got, uh, ciders, the first ones I, I made, I, I, uh, of course held on to a bunch of them mm-hmm. and down in the, uh, down in the root cellar. And, uh, we've got stuff from 2017 and 2018 that I was making before it went on the market. And I remember what it tasted like back when I first made it. And now, you know, Five six years later, it tastes even better, and it's yeah. it's amazing that just aging it uh, can do something to it. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I do find with cider too, it is a big misnomer that like oh, cider is related. No, 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 cider's for everybody. Yes, if you're over legal <laughs> drinking age of, of wherever yes. you, you live, so just yeah,
1: yeah.
0: drink yep. a cider, have some cheese, uh, go to a local steakhouse exactly. or smokehouse, and exactly, and just you yep. can enjoy a, a local craft beverage wherever you are don't always go to the mass-produced guys. There's no reason for that anymore. Especially now with there's being so many producers. I mean, there's what, at least 30, 40 cideries in the state of Vermont, I'm figuring? There's
1: quite a few, yeah, Um, there's quite a few. Uh, There's more coming up every year. Um, There's been a couple that I hadn't heard of before. Um, I know uh, Eden Cider is a great cider that's been around for a while. Uh, Shaxbury Cider's been around for a while. Citizen Cider's been around for a while Mm -hmm. as well. and then, you know, Windfall Orchard is right on the other side of town. And I know they're coming out with a nice cider that, that is phenomenal. Um, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of, uh, lot of great little cideries that are popping up all over the place. And everybody's got something that's a little bit unique, a new, a new twist on it. And there's so many varieties of apples out here. I mean, I mentioned earlier that we've got 88 varieties of apples here on mm-hmm. this orchard that we use. Uh, there's 24 of those varieties here in the cider. And additionally, we have foraged apples that we put into our ciders as well to give it those unique flavors. We're always uh, trying out different blends of apples. It's it's always amazed me how many different varieties of apples there are. I mean, you've got <laughs> Granny Smith that'll make your mouth pucker, and then you've got Macintosh that's you know a good eating apple, and then you've got... Um, Golden, Golden Delicious, which is by far my favorite pie apple, and and you know Honey crisp is a great sweet apple that um, you know you can really use to sweeten up your ciders and, and mm-hmm. everything as well. So uh, there's just so many varieties out there, and and then you can throw in you know crab apples as well. I mean those <laughs> will really make your mouth pucker. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's so many so many things that you can do with the different varieties of apples. Then so many unique unique avenues you can go with them. So um, even though we've got so many so many small cideries out there. There's really not a whole lot of overlap as far as flavor goes. So each one of them has their own unique, unique blend to it. Yeah. So,
0: well, right now we're at a season, but those for, for those who are looking to come to Mountain Mac and buy some ciders, cider donuts, etc. cetera. Uh, what timeframe is your season for, for having
1: customers? So, Yeah, so our season, uh, we're going to be opening up really early this year. Um, We actually just planted, uh, we leased another property next to us, which is uh, four acres. We planted two acres of strawberries. Uh, We plan on doing um, a strawberry festival in the spring, probably starting, uh, you know, strawberries start in June. We'll be aiming for the June timeframe to do those strawberries. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also leased another orchard, which is stone fruit. So plums, peaches, apricots, nectarines, uh, all of those we'll be getting from there and selling at our farm stand, but we'll also be using those in our ciders uh, and blending those together in our ciders so we're going to be opening in uh, probably the first of june and we're just going to continue straight through but we'll also be having a bunch of events so in april we're looking at doing a uh, easter keg hunt So for that weekend, um, for the Easter weekend, we'll do an Easter keg hunt and then an Easter egg hunt, um, (laughs) keeping them separate, of course, uh, one for families and one for, one for the Mountain Mac cider side of things. And we're, you know, looking to invite people out to that and, and, uh, start reaching out to the community as well and doing more community events here. So, uh, so yeah, we would like to open up for a short period in April and then we'll open up again, um you know, for the season starting in June, and then we're gonna carry that right through till November and uh, following in 2024, uh, we're looking to break ground on our year-round facility. So we're looking to do that probably January of 2024, Um, and then we'll be open year-round here, so yeah. Very cool. Yeah.
0: And for those looking for those online and on social media, where can people find uh, the website and you guys on social media?
1: Yep. So we're on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram, of course. Uh, You can find out most of the news on Facebook, what events are happening. Uh, We have music events here, comedy events here throughout the season. Um, You'll find all of that on Facebook. Um, we're working on our website, it's still under construction, that'll be up, um, but what we're looking to do is open that up to sales in New York and across New England uh, through the website as well as all of our swag and stuff like that, sweatshirts, t-shirts, and hats and all of that good stuff, as well as our different varieties of cider, um, but we'll also have on there, um, we'll have a private uh, private stock club, so you'll get the first opportunity to try out all of our different ciders before they come out on the market, uh, you'll get the higher end varieties of ciders that we do like our wine ends as well that you'll have access to uh to purchasing that we do in small batches so like our apple blossom because it's so hard to pick apple blossoms (laughs) uh, we only do about 50 gallons a year and that doesn't equate to a whole lot of cider (laughs) you know a whole lot of bottles of cider so um so we're putting that out to you know our our big followers and people that are in our in our club so um so yeah we'll be opening up that on on our website so. And those
0: look for the cans, I'm assuming.
1: Yes, we're. Winooski Beverage
0: Center. Winooski Beverage Center. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can
1: find them in, uh, well, we're in over 200 stores in Vermont and mm-hmm. about 100 restaurants in Vermont. Okay. Um, so you can find us in Stowe, of course. You can find us in Waterbury. Uh, of course, here in Middlebury, you can find us all over the place. Um, and we're all the way down to Bennington and all the way up to Swanton. And, Amazing. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you got big plans for the future, which is great. Yeah. I usually ask what's next, but you already told us. So There's, there's no real need <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you very, very much once yeah. again for us. Thank you very much today. for I really coming out. Really appreciate yeah. this. Um, yeah. As for us, allbeerinside.com is the website.
1: At all Beer Inside on all social media, and as you say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.